What is up, guys? It is Chat Grapple and Cheat Pops podcast with a very different episode for all of you to check out. It's a shoot, brother. Episode it's one. A sh- it's a shoot, brother. Episode one, baby. You already know us. The man to my left or right, depending on how you're looking at it, or if you're listening, he's just on the other side of the screen. It's Chris Dredd. And I'm JB, and here we are with something else. Something else. Something different. We are, you know, we we do this when we're not online all the time. And we just thought, do you know what? Instead of just keeping it to ourselves, we're gonna let it out into the world like a like a little like a little chiclet that's just cracked through the egg, and now it's just hopping about, and now it's gonna be in your faces, in your ear holes, um, and hopefully, if you're on YouTube, you'll be watching us as well. And we're just gonna talk about random wrestling shit. Sometimes you don't want to hear a re- re- review of a show. Sometimes you want to hear about the news. We do it every episode anyway, but we don't often spend a lot of time on it. So it just seems like maybe we should start doing a fucking news show. What do you reckon, George? Well, as always, you know, before we get into any news or anything else, we thank you for listening, for watching, checking it out. You know where to find us by now. Do I need Chris to go through everything? Probably not. But Hit that subscribe button. We are the devil's favorite podcast at the minute with 666 subscribers. Yeah, man. We can maybe get some um, little Uzi Vert sneakers or is it little Nas X sneakers? Um, you know, a limited edition of 666, drop of human blood in every single pair. Um, but gangrel shit right there. That's some gangrel shit, dude, right there. The so brood shit. Don't forget. To hit the like buttons, hit the comments, say something, call us what you want. They do it on Twitter anyway. Um, we'll get to that and give it and show us some love. But I, before we crack into any news possible, my spy in Jacksonville. Remember my spy in Jacksonville, Chris? I I have no idea what you're talking about. I plead the fifth. My spy in Jacksonville <laughs> has some more stuff for me. Oh fuck! Is it a Fulham shirt? Is what's that? Is it a Fulham shirt? It's not a Fulham shirt. No, Um, this is something I think I'm going to have to get Chris to quickly agree to put it up again before it comes out. Well, I don't know if I'm willing to do that, Jordan, because I've got a reputation to uphold, and I can't just be seen to be frivolously, you know, you know. We all heard that Tony Khan said he was never going to be a character on TV, never going to, you know, until we had that, you know, nine days on Dynamite, nine days, <laughs> all that stuff. Yes. I've heard, and this is through my contact in Jacksonville, the most doomed place on earth. You know, Orlando's the happiest place on earth because of all, you know, Disney. Jacksonville's the doomed place. Um, That's right. There's a chance that Mr. TK could be turning out as a tag team. Oh, really? Uh, any second now, if you watch on YouTube, that picture's going to fly up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've just, I'm getting over a cold at the moment, yeah? So my laugh, it sounds like fucking Muttley from Wacky Races. But I'm telling you, this picture, I don't know how you've got this picture. These were just promo shots. This was never meant to get out. 
Um, this is just a little bit of a laugh we were having backstage. Um, it was, I think, nine nights from tonight that we plan to have a match. But, yeah. dude, I don't know how you've got this. I want to know who your sources are. This is outrageous. I'm, I'm upset, dude. I'm not happy. I mean, it looks like I'm happy in the picture. But I'm actually thrilled, not as usual with uh, with your homies there. I'm not happy at this. This is news to me. We could have a barbershop moment on the podcast. Um, <laughs> this this is where we get the exclusives from you know from mainly from Jacksonville, but you know we can get some more wherever we need to get them. I do have that that uh what what did I call what are they calling it the forbidden door. We've got that forbidden, forbidden door. door into Jacksonville. <laughs> From Hertfordshire. From Hertfordshire straight into Jacksonville. Uh I'm just going to kick back and relax and drink from my Ico Pro Jack Award winners mug. What a beautiful mug that is. And remember if you want one, you know where to find us it is at chat grapple and cheap pops. Oh, sorry, yeah, at chatgravelcheapops at yep. gmail.com, yeah. That's or right. You can just message us DMs on Instagram or Twitter, at chatgravelpops. Slide in the DMs, yeah. So, um, as we said, this is a different type of uh, program that we're doing, a different type of show. We are going to actually properly go through the news of the week. We're going to be shooting on shit that we want to shoot on, and hence the name, It's a Shoot Brother, Episode one, and um, I'm I'm happy, mate. I'm happy. I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Other working titles included. That doesn't work for me, brother. Or That's where's right. Jack Tunney? Where's Jack Tunney was a high on the list there. So where to begin? Uh, it's probably best that we start with WWE. WrestleMania is right around the corner. It is you know, WrestleMania week is next week for us. Daniel Bryan added to what could well be the main event into a triple threat match with Roman Reigns and Edge. I don't have a problem with it. I know a lot of people do. Um, I don't have a problem with it, but I have still, from, as you can see me sporting my Royal Rumble t-shirt, I still have an issue from Royal Rumble. I don't think Edge should be fucking, should have won the Royal Rumble. I still don't think he should have. I'm still not happy. You know what I mean? Um, if you watch the Royal Rumble match, it was it was almost as bad as the um, AEW ladder match that they had, where it was basically people just lying on the floor in the ring, just waiting for, to do stuff. And mostly it was just Edge just chilling to having a breather. Um, not taking away anything from Edge, but... You know, it's just, it annoys me that they're like, winning the Royal Rumble is a big spot, okay? Yeah. And it should be used for, you know, pushing guys that are going to be on the roster doing things all the time. I mean, just, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it reminds me again of that time where they fucking gave Hogan and Edge the tag team championship just because Hogan had never been a tag team champion. You know what I mean? It's like... I'm glad that they lost it to Christian and Lance Storm, but it for me, I'm still not happy really that Edge, but basically I would love to see Daniel Bryan win at Mania now. 
whether it's going to happen or not is another story. But I don't want Edge to win. I know that it seems a bit people are going to fucking hate, but hate has gone hate. My feeling is that Daniel Bryan was added to it, so Daniel Bryan can lose the match, and then Reigns and Edge can go into SummerSlam with maybe a bigger crowd and still keep the feud relatively fresh. Yeah. I think Reigns is just a few months away from being cheered anyway, so... I mean, what would be the fucking point of... Of keeping, I mean, like I say, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Edge still involved. I'm not a huge fan, like you know, of 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 Goldberg was involved at Royal Rumble and all this. You know, like I'm not a huge fan of older guys taking spots. You know, it's different when you're talking about people like Randy Orton, who yes, he's slightly older, but he's still relevant he's still doing full-time, stuff full-time worker yeah he's a full-time worker you know i i would love to see randy so i wanted randy to win the the royal rumble you know what i'm saying i was still i had my my eggs in that basket but what they're doing with him and the fiend at the moment and alexa bliss is just fucking shocking as well like we, we you know we don't fucking people think that we just hammer AEW because there can be dog shit at times, but when WWE do dog shit stuff, we still fucking hammer them as well. God, fucking burnt fiend. Fuck off. I have a question. Go on, mate. Is Apollo Cruz's new gimmick racist? Because according to one prominent writer, it is. Prick. I mean, Let's be honest, it's not like WWE have always been sensitive to that kind of stuff, whether things are racist or not, right? Yeah. So, all right, there's a possibility that they could possibly do racist shit or not racist, but maybe racially insensitive stuff. Um, whether his new gimmick is racist or not, um, I'm not one. I, I, I mean... I don't like, unless it's like overtly racist, I don't like to comment on shit like that because it's not really. I'm I'm sticking with no because it's not an anti-American gimmick. It's nothing like that. He's just talking about his heritage. You know, he got a, he even got a, was he get a tweet from the president of Nigeria? Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Like, yeah, like, and, but don't worry because, you know, our social conscience and all of this, Dave Meltzer said that it was racist. So. Yeah, but but in what way was it racist then? Let's Not let me let, let me be dicky dicky dum dum. Okay, how how was it racist? What what? If you don't what? subscribe to the Observer. We're never going to read it. So <laughs> it's just whatever he tweets out, whatever someone you know puts out a little clip of or a little snippet of. But he said they said it was racist. Why? Just because. Well, I think it was going back to the 70s and saying they had gimmicks like this all the time and it was, you know, sort of race baiting and stuff like that. And I can't... It's just some... It's just... It. I think it's just an, a sensitive white man talking shit. Old. Sensitive. An old... An yeah. old... As we call him in this country, a gammon. Yeah? <laughs> He's it's a fucking gammon, right? So, you know, shut up. 
basically commenting about what you think is racist or not racist or whether he's virtue signaling or whatever, trying to be seen as woke. Um, maybe he did, he's been... did tell people to die if they were wanted to um, make a comment on Kevin Kelly's commentary for New Japan. Oh, man. I do... Yeah. I, I, sometimes I just... It's... I, sometimes I just wanted to switch off because um, the the crazy wrestling world and what's going on, like you know what I mean. But yeah, no, I don't. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not racist. Um, but I tell you what was offensive, and it offended me. It was the 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 finish to Apollo Cruz and Big E's match Ooh, that offended yeah. me. <laughs> didn't go well. Um, no, it didn't. It looked like it was a good idea but it just didn't get executed well at all. And that's a shame, but it happens. Do you, um, just a quick question for you then. Do you honestly think Biggie is um, single wrestler material? Yes, I do. I think he's got, he's got all the qualities in front of a crowd that can, he's just, it's something about him for me that just, seems like he can he can go very very far i i i think maybe because he's been part of tag teams for so long and the new day and everything and i, I i'm i'm not sure if he's well the promos are really good he's... promos are, are all right but it's just i think he's just missing something i don't know what like he, to be like a standout single star i think he's just yeah, I just think he's, you know, I, I, it's just my opinion. You know what I mean? It's not like I, I dis, dislike him in any way. You know, I think it's, I think, you know, but I like the new day. I liked, you know, I've always liked them. You know, I've always liked the way they've done stuff. The whole throwing pancakes. You know what I mean? I just, you, it's all just been. They've seemed like they've Chris, really enjoyed. Just liked his bootios. I like that. Of course, mate. I love it. I love a bootios. Um, but yeah, I just don't see him as a standout world champion. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. From, from wrestling to a slightly more absurd point, like more absurd story. Um, YouTuber slash, and I use these inverted, you know, watch me do it. You can see me do it there on screen. Logan Paul, boxing superstar, you know, wink. (laughs) (laughs) is likely to be on SmackDown and be at WrestleMania. Now, I've just wrote, I've written this down. It's going to be good business because there are a lot of Logan Paul fan supporters, blah, blah, blah. They love, you know, it's got <clears throat> millions of followers. Good business, bad PR, because people still don't like him. Yeah, but that's good. But that's, that's the whole point of a heel, ain't it? Yeah. It's like it's going to be whole, aligned with Sami Zayn, yeah. So, you know that that's the whole the whole point of a heel is people are not supposed to like them, and to get someone who people genuinely don't like, fucking great, mate. Go for it, use it. You know, be smart. It's smart business. You know what I mean? You don't even have to work really to get the crowd to hate him. People already dislike him. Great stuff. Sticking with the <clears throat> celebrity theme, I guess celebrity is a word that we're going to use. Bad Bunny. Now, this one is good for business. He is huge on the other side of the world. Again, despite what 
old man Dave says. He is, he has an incredible following. He's, you know, he's training hard as well. He's working hard for this match with The Miz, which could have been a tag team match, but I don't think it's going to be now. What do you think about Bad Bunny? I think, again, um, it's not the first time that we've had celebrities and people getting involved in wrestling. People are acting like this is something new. Like we can go back through the ages and ages and ages. You know, fucking Drew Carey was in the Royal Rumble. You know, it. let's not fuck about. Um, offered Kane money. Yeah, you know, offered him money. You know, it, it's it's, for me... People are fucking stupid because it's all right when it's people they like, but then they hate the idea and think it's terrible when it's someone they don't like. It's like... Or a company they don't like. Or Exactly. Exactamundo. You know? It, I mean, like I say, I, there's this list as long as me arm. I wish it was as long as something else of celebrities that have been in wrestling and been involved in, in working. So... I ain't got a problem with it, you know. Fucking crack on, mate. Crack on. Who should main event nights one and two of WrestleMania? I know my feelings on it. I just want to see. What oh you... man, I haven't. I, 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 I've seen stuff going on, but I haven't really had a proper look. Um, I mean, it's got to be one of them's got to be the triple threat. It's got to be, and then the other one could make you know you know would would probably be Sasha Banks and Bianca or I would have said that, but the build has gone so poorly that I think it'll end up being Drew and Bobby. Bobby, Bobby Lashley and Drew, yeah, yeah. I mean it, yeah. I mean it, it, it probably will be those, but I mean I would have liked to have seen Sasha and Bianca rather. Um, you know, so, but yeah, it'll probably be, yeah, you're right. It'll probably be um, Bobby and uh, Drew as well. But the triple threat will definitely be, I reckon it'll be the main event on night two. Yeah. I'd probably put money on that. It's ironic that NXT will likely be the better show both nights, but. Yeah. That one, I think people are more excited for that than. Yeah, WrestleMania itself. I'm sure someone will say that I'm wrong and, you know, I'm an idiot and all that stuff. So I'll, I'll wait patiently. For that. People have said it and will continue to say it. Yeah. Um, you know, and That's they'll, funny. you know, they'll, 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 they've said things about me and will continue to do it when I drop some uh, bombs on, on Twitter and that. But I mean, NXT probably be a good, a really good shows. Um, uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Walter as a, as a match is something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I need to make sure that I've got a a full, you know, my, my schedule's not too full, so I can watch all this wrestling. Um on 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 the on the UK version of the WWE network, which will get us onto another point probably fairly soon. Yeah, should we before we complain, I think you want to wish someone a happy birthday. I do want to wish somebody a happy birthday. And I I should have really got his figure down, but I haven't got his figure down. And But I do have another bit of memorabilia, which is here. And I would like to w- wish um, Michael P.S. Hayes, a.k.a. Doc Hendricks, 
Um, a very happy birthday. And there is his card. Freebird will, himself. Uh, the fabulous Freebird himself. I will put, I will take a photo of it and put it on the screen because you can't really see it there. Um, but yeah, it's um, Mr. Hayes's birthday. I should have got his galoob down because um, I have yeah, the fabulous. I should have really, so it's in the box here next to me. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've got my fabulous Freebirds figures. But yeah, it's his, it's his birthday. And there's my doorbell, and I don't know why it's going. <laughs> but um, we're not expecting people. That's Brock Lesnar. Hold on. It may well be. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Brock is it? Is it? Is it Brock Lesnar? It's not. No. No, it's not Brock. He's shit his pants. Brock, wouldn't ring, Brock wouldn't ring the bell. He wouldn't ring the bell. He'd just <laughs> smash through the door. It'll be smashing through the wall like the fucking Kool-Aid uh, jug. <laughs> we did just mention it, more network stuff. Uh, Peacock, the uh, new host in America for WWE Network stuff, is censoring things left, right and centre, including WrestleMania 6, Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown, where Roddy paints half of his body black, which, I mean, yeah, it's not great. But they also, they censored, what is it? They got rid of Vince using a racial slur. Um, <laughs> yeah. With John China. Yes. Uh, I know that there's probably going to be, they, once they get to the Attitude Era, there's going to be a lot of stuff disappearing. But that stuff is starting to disappear over on this side as well. From what I've read, they have got rid of Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown from WrestleMania 6 in the UK. Have they? But all that sh all that means to me is that people will be sharing it left, right, and center. It if you is, get rid of something, people will want to watch it more. It's the Barbara Streisand effect, ain't it? Yeah. It's the you know whether people are familiar with what happened with Barbara Streisand, you know, something to do with a picture of her house, and she wanted didn't want people to know about this, that, and the other. But the more she went on about it, the more it got publicized, and that's what happens. The more you try and it's human nature. Like if, if, I, if there's a box over there and someone keeps telling me, don't look in that box, don't look in that box. What am I going to do? I'm going to go and look in the fucking box tonight. Um, I mean, me personally, I've got enough DVDs and VHSs to not have to worry. I've got, I've, I've, I've got WrestleMania six in multiple formats. And if I really want to watch it, not that I ever really do want to watch the fucking, you know, Piper doing blackface, um, you know, I don't, you get what I'm saying? Like if I really wanted to watch it, I could watch it. I mean, that's not my major issue. What my issue is, is, and, and they're doing it with loads of other shit as well, man. Like they're not just doing it with wrestling. It's happening in lots of other different stuff. And anyone that knows me will know, like I'm the furthest from a racist that you can be, but it's like when you're watching stuff like, in sickness and in health, it is a UK show. I don't know if they get it in America, but like Alf Garnet and all that, you know, who was like in the sixties and seventies, it was a show where he was like, you know, he would, he would be racist towards people, but it was like, he was seen as a dickhead for doing it. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like glorifying the racism. It was like, look at this stupid old cunt. Who's fucking racist. What a dickhead. Um, you know, so uh, you know, Love Thy Neighbour, which is another old TV show. You know, a lot of these things, I mean, to, to, to erase history 
is 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 a, a it's a sticky thing like yeah. you know what i mean I, i'm not i'm not sure i'm not I, I mean i i don't like the idea of it because then it's like who's the judge of what's offensive and what's not some things are clearly offensive um well, i'm a i'm a firm believer the more you're trying to raise it the more people want to remember it so yeah that's right because you know because then they will feel a certain way about you wanting to get rid of it so <laughs> the people that do agree with whatever racism is there they will then bend over backwards to try and support it and just go even more further overboard to say it was it was right just because <coughs> excuse me just because i don't want them to erase roddy piper doing blackface doesn't mean i agree with what he did no. do you get what i'm saying i i um i sort of thought back in my mental rolodex for something to come up with some sort of an, uh, an appeasement or some kind of way to fix this. And I found it in my head. Um, Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty, there was a part in the story mode that had a disclaimer. And it said, if you, you know, if you're, if you don't want to play this bit, you can press yes now and you don't have to play it. Or if you press no, you can play the, play the part in the game. And the part in the game is wasting people at an airport. It's Call of Duty. That's it. That's just, you know, it is literally going through an airport and just killing people. That's part of the story. <coughs> people have the choice. So, <coughs> you know, maybe there is a way that they can put on there, you know, with a disclaimer, you know, there are parts that are not technically suitable for people offended by race, by this, by that, by the other, even with Benoit, you know, they could do it. You know, if you don't want to watch it, press no. Or if you do want to watch it, press yes. Done. I mean, we had someone, <coughs> excuse me, we had someone ask us on a YouTube video if we reviewed or left out the Chris Benoit match on our last video. Yes, true. Vengeance, Which is 2002. Something... Go and check it out. Yeah, 2002 Vengeance. Yep. Um, our last video, really good episode, really fun one, great pay per view. But why would we, when we're reviewing a show, why would we not review that match? I mean, we have, we have no reason to erase history. We're not, you know, we spoke about Moolah, we spoke about Jimmy Snooker, we spoke about stuff like that. You know, we have no, there's no need for it. No need for us yeah, to get you know, rid of it. We, you know, who are we to choose with what gets erased or not? Yeah, I mean, and you can't erase history, can you? That's the thing. You can't. What, what, what will be will be what has happened has happened you know and in order for us to move forward people have to learn from stuff you know and you know you can't talking about benoit we can't erase what he's done in the wrestling business we can't we can we can discuss what he's done in the wrestling business without glorifying his actions as a human being um you know fuck if we can't do that what well, i mean fuck you know jesus Moving on to the slightly strange, um, two or one WWE legend and one current WWE superstar, Randy Orton and the Iron Cheek, have been in this weird Twitter spat with. I'm guessing he's still a rapper. Uh, I know he brought out. Did he bring out a console as well that didn't work very well? Uh, apparently, yeah. Soldier Boy. Yeah. There's been a weird back and forth argument with Soldier Boy and Randy Orton where 
I don't know where it's going. I don't think I even care. Um, it's it's one of them things. I mean, I wanted to mention it as well because <clears throat> I'm just enjoying the the fun on on Twitter. But I mean, what if my man does think he's tough? Old soldier Brony. Um, you know, if he thinks he's tough, get him in the ring and 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 you know, see what happens. Get him to sign a, uh, you know, a waiver form and just say, yeah, all right, you know. But is it going to happen? It's all just we're going. We've everyone's been locked up in their houses for pretty much a, over a year, um, not really doing much. Nothing's been happening socially. Everyone's sitting there with their eyes on the internet and all this fucking shit going on. It's just entertainment. You know what I mean? It's like people, are, you know. And I, I don't know if it's a shoot. I don't know if it's a work. I mean, but that's half the fun yeah. of it. You know, was it, I mean, <laughs> was it a shoot that Randy Orton's wife was pissed off with Alexa Bliss? Was that a shoot? Oh, with the pin? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. It's, I, I, I mean, was there a real problem with it? It was just. I mean, it is a young girl straddling your husband in a suggestive manner. Um. Could we could we class it as acting? Y yes, we could. Um, <laughs> she could have she could have been. I suppose would it been would it have been any better if she sat further up on his chest? I don't know if that would have been better or worse. Um, she could have. I mean, she could have easily done the boot on the chest or something. Or yeah. Um, or you know, one one finger like. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> What's that move that Sasha does off the top um, where she uh, straddles the person's face? And then, <laughs> oh, I can't remember what it's called now. It, the move escapes me. But yeah, I mean, she could have done that would have been even worse. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's all this social media. I mean, it's so weird. Everything's just so weird at the moment. You know, stuff going on online. Nothing. No one's able to go anywhere or do anything. So, you know. It's all just entertainment. It's all entertaining. Oh, who doesn't love the sheep? You know, yeah, exactly. Fucking bullshit. You know, it, who doesn't love him? Yeah, the uh, Iron Sheik will. He could literally start a fight in a phone box. I think with himself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. From one company to another, uh, let's move on to AEW All Elite Wrestling. Oh, I mean. I, I upset a few people online over the weekend. A handful of wankers. Yeah. Um, they all said that my take on a certain thing was terrible and blah, blah, blah. It was rubbish. You know, we they, we got called cosplay podcasters. Um, I don't even know what that means. No, and then I... That thing, isn't it? Considering AEW fans hate Jim Cornette, it's quite... Strange. Yeah, but the thing is, though, he calls them cosplay wrestling. Yeah. So how is it you're going to use one of Jim Cornette's insults who, uh, against people who... And, and the fact is, they talk about us being a cosplay podcast. I then sent them a picture on the thread of um, Tony Khan dressed as Orange Cassidy. Cosplaying him. I, um, I just sent you a picture. I don't know if we, can, we could get away with putting this up because... Uh... 
Let's have a look. It's um, no. it's a bit close. It's something <laughs> I was messing about with it earlier, and uh, I'm not sure if we'll get away with putting that. I think that would get us far too much. Here. <laughs> I'm gonna flash it up. Fuck it. It's going on the screen. It's going on the screen. Go line, go line. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. That I was having a lot of fun. And it's fucking great, man. You know, it's let's talk about AEW. Well, for for context on why we were called yes. names and people were up were giving us grief online. I merely mentioned that the Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian build was laughable. It was 30 seconds in a backstage segment. Oh, do you want a match? Yeah, all right. Like, and that's, this is Christian Cage's first match in AW. It should be bigger. Of course it should be bigger. They, he they herald him as the big signing. They, know, they knew it was underwhelming. They knew it fell flat. Yeah. But they still should be pushing him in a way, you know, Give him two weeks. Get let, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fucking backwards book, you know, like uh, other people can. Kazarian could have had a couple of wins on TV, then jumped on a mic and said, "You know, I I know I can beat this guy. I want a shot at the championship too. Why does he get to jump the queue? All of this stuff. It could have, you know, angry Kazarian. But no, they want to build it off of a match they had in two thousand fucking seven. In a different it, fucking company. In a different company. But this is again, but you know why they're doing it, dude. Because they're popping the fucking boys. They're popping the fucking marks. And all these same people that talk about long-term booking in AEW, these fucking, you know, these, you know, overbearing AEW fanboys who talk about long-term booking... It's bollocks. Every I don't give a fuck what anyone says, okay? We watch AEW. I watch Impact. I watch WWE. I watch it all, okay? Not one feud in AEW has lasted longer than fucking a couple of months. Max, yeah? Max. They're talking about the Moxley-Kingston uh, feud. What was that? What did it entail? It was a really, it was an excellent promo from Kingston and it was one match. You get me. Right, next. Um, Moxley versus Omega feud, right? They what a was that? A couple of matches, didn't they? couple of matches and a couple of promos. That's it. Britt Baker versus fucking Thunder Rosa. Couple of matches. Couple of promos. Okay? One, one promo in particular that, yeah, was... Oh, who, who fed are those lines, man? Oh, you know, and like, don't get me wrong. I like Britt Baker, man. That's I like right. Britt Baker. Um, but, you know, fucking hell, have a word. These, these, they shouldn't even call them feuds. Yeah. <clears throat> the John Moxley MJF feud. How long did that last? Couple of promos and one match. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't, they talk about long term booking or doing, you know, Think about this, like what you're saying. Christian is their heralding as their biggest signing today, really. Okay. I don't think he is, but person that's what they're saying, okay? And all these dickheads online are going, yeah, but it's just a TV match. So why do you need to build it up? Well, why are you making Christian's first match in AEW a fucking throwaway TV match? Yeah. Why are you doing that in the first place? 
put him on pay-per-view. Yeah, put him on pay-per-view as his first match. Build it up. Have some altercations. Have some, you know... No one said he was going to be wrestling initially straight away anyway. So have him just talking to the boys like that they did, you know, giving advice, doing this, popping up on little segments, doing this, doing that, doing the other. Build it up a little bit and then have his first match. And, you know, when they could have still gone the same way with Kazarian going, you know, look, Christian, like, it's nice to have you here and that. But what the fuck are you doing here, really? Well, you're just standing around, just chatting with the boys and that. Like, are you actually going to do something? I thought you were supposed to steal in the spot. You're stealing a spot. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, go home. You get what I'm saying? You know, I would have even gone as far as saying, you know, your ex-partner's stealing the limelight in another company. You're not going to come here and do the fucking same thing. Yeah? Well, You know, think about that. They could have quite easily... the point I was trying to get across to these... And I'm, I don't care. They're fucking smarks. You know, they want to be smarks. You know, half of them had, you know, all elite in their bios and stuff online and yeah, i made that point i said like i'm not going to get a fair shake you're you know they're not being objective they they already know what they they're already going to say what they're going to say and they're all going to support all elite as much as they can that's fine this is not football like you don't have to defend it's not it's tribal team like yeah like it's some sort of weird tribal shit like it's wrestling call out shit when it's shit and praise shit when it's good you yeah. know it's not that difficult that, you know, you're not fucking suckling at the teat of Tony Khan. Yeah. The fucking testicled teat of Tony Khan, you know, <laughs> fuck's sake, fuck off. And, 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 and don't get me wrong. Okay. Again, these people have no, uh, you know, it's the arrogance. Okay. Of these fuckers. Oh, you clearly didn't see their feud in TNA. Bruv, fuck off, mate. I'm 30. I, did, I didn't. Yeah, but I did though. This is the thing. They're dickheads, bruv. I'm I'm 38 years old. I, I I've been watching wrestling for a long, long time, and I'm a massive TNA mark. I've got TNA figures all over my fucking wall right in front of me from Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett. Got a TNA you know, ring behind you. Like, suicide, yeah, suicide, like Eric Young, D'Angelo De Niro, Scott Steiner, the ring behind me. Um, yeah. we're actually I'm doing a TNA show next. Saying saying to them, saying to, to me, you know, oh, you clearly didn't see the TNA feud in, you know, you know, I found out it was 07. Like, yeah. No, because yeah, saying that, you know, you oh, you didn't see the TNA TNA feud. No, not many people did. Were TNA doing bumper numbers? Were they doing millions every week? No, they fucking weren't. No, but the, the, the point is if you're building it up on your programming, you've got to build it up on your programming. Not everyone, you know, but again. They're, they're, they're still pandering to this 750,000 people that watch every the week. show yeah. every single week, and they're never going to break out of that box. They're did never going to get nearly a million with Shaq on the show. Did they build on it? Did they fuck? No, and there was footage of people in the crowd of Shaq just hopping out the back of the ambulance. Do you know what would have been better? If Shaq would have put someone else through the fucking table, how is it that Shaq, the biggest dude in the match, is the one going Co- through the Cody table? Cody should have gone through the table, yeah. It should have been Cody going through the table. It should have been all of them. You know, he should have picked him and her up and put them both through the fucking table. Bosh. Have it. You know, it, it's it, the arrogance of these fuckers to think that, you know, that we should just... That everyone who watches the show should just assume everything you know and just oh yeah but that means that oh you know 
the, the the sparklers at the end. Oh no, that was meant to happen. You know, there's always an excuse. Are you really telling me that Christian Cage and Kazarian's match is 14 years in the making? Are you like, really telling me it's a it's a rematch that we've all been clamoring to see? But but dude, this is again they've fucking dropped the ball again. If they're really, I like don't get me wrong again. Kazarian versus Christian have had a good good match. It's a good in match. TNA. It's a good match, but you know, fucking but, build it. But they've got they're working with TNA at the moment. They're working with Impact Wrestling at the moment. They could have built the feud up a little bit and just alluded to it, and then have the people at commentary or whatever just say, you know, they Christian's first match in AEW should not be a throwaway TV match. Okay, it shouldn't be right. It should be a more a bigger spectacle. And if they're going to go this angle with Kazarian, then can't surely they can ask um, Impact Wrestling for a little bit of footage? Well, surely? Impact, Impact put it out on YouTube as well, didn't they? They put it, they put the match on YouTube, but again, yeah, but that's not... what's, what's Impact's numbers on YouTube like? Exactly, they AEW should have been doing this smarter. They should have been doing it smarter, dude. Listen, Tony Khan, listen, bruv. You're the 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 Booker Bucks, um, you know, Omega, you got Cody, apparently QT Marshall's the hardest working man in wrestling. Um, you know, all that booking team and everything like that. Okay. No, dude, I know, don't go get me started. Um they need to start thinking a little bit smarter because they're not it, it, I can see this company make everyone who can see the mistakes don't want to see the mistakes and we want things to change. There's an article on sports Kida today, or it was this week and it was five issues with AEW that need to be fixed. And it was posted oh. in an AEW group. And all it was, was just people moaning. Nah, nah, they don't know what they're talking about. And one of the fucking things was their overbearing fan base that doesn't recognize the issues that are just so blatant. And then so many of this overbearing fan base, you know, they talk about WWE marks who don't see the problems with WWE's product. You're the same. You're worse. Well, if we didn't have heat with him before, we will now. Um, MJF and Wardlow, the... The two guys who should be in the upper mid card or at the top of the card by now have been placed in another stable, another faction, pinnacle this time, with FTR, Sean Spears, and uh, Tully as a manager. Um, MJF and Wardlow do not need another stable. They do not need it. They did not. MJF and Wardlow could have had, could have easily cherry picked off members of the inner circle as a heel duo, just being cowardly, picking their moments when the inner circle were on their own, and they would have gotten over way stronger than being with FTR, who are a great tag team on their own. Don't need another stable. And Sean Spears, who I just don't see it. I don't. I you know Ty Dillinger in NXT. He was his. Again, it's, it's WWE mid-carders. You know, FTR, are, are, don't get me wrong, a great tag team. But Sean Spears is just, he doesn't doesn't work for me, doesn't do it for me. But MJF and Wardlow do not need this. If you want them to be pushed right up to the top of the card, just let them do it. it it's another... 
one of it's, it's another one of the issues with AEW itself. And I, they might be trying to build Britt Baker as a heel, um, but they're not really doing it properly by bringing out a bringing a t-shirt out, you know, the same, you know, the same week where she has a, a, a match. That t-shirt that came out quickly. Was, oh man, it's fucking, you know, that there's not enough. There's that don't have enough believable heels in AEW. You not everyone can be a fucking babyface. Not everyone can have a sing along theme tune. Ironically, the biggest, the one of the bigger like names that could easily heal it up is Cody. I'd I'd love to see Cody as a heel. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd absolutely love to see it. You know, um, Kenny Omega is not. He's a laughable heel. It's not even. You know, you just. You. It's not like you hate him. You just think he's a bit of a dickhead. Like, I watch Impact Wrestling, and I have been watching it. You know, and the stuff they're doing on there, you know, and he's going on there and he's just, yeah, it's just a bit, it's a bit laughable, really. It's not, it's not really heel stuff. Um, you know, his match was actually all right with Matt Seidel. Live on Dynamite. Yeah. Um, it was actually, you know, nine nights from Dynamite. Um, it, you know, it, it was actually all right. It wasn't a bad match, but, you know, the whole, I'm just, I'm bored of Kenny Omega. I'm bored of him. I'm absolutely bored to my back teeth. Well, um, you know, I hope for the love of wrestling that he doesn't win the Impact title. I just, oh, I can, I can see it happening. I mean, here's a, here's a, another problem with AEW is that they, they shift momentum from their, from their guys too quickly. You know, Hangman Adam Page was on a rocket to the moon it felt like now he's on now he's taking the dark order to the ice cream shop on his lawnmower literally a guy that had real huge potential as a baby face you know heading towards the main event and now he's been lost with a faction uh, yeah with a faction yeah Mm -hmm. you are I get it. Let's I get talk- they've got a lot of guys, but you know, like on the, on the roster, but faction after faction is not the way to do it. You're just you're not giving them quality TV time. They're just giving them TV time. Yeah, but it, AEW is becoming the company of participation trophies. Yeah, they'd rather just be fair and let everybody have a go yeah. than actually have standout s- stars. You know. They're too they're they're too woke, yeah. In that sense, where they think everyone could get their own, you know, should have their own little spell in the limelight. This is why they've got all these factions. So then everybody gets a fair shake. But then in the end, you just end up with TV shows or YouTube shows with 15, 16 matches on the fucking card. No one gives a fuck. No one cares what's going on. People lose track of who's winning, who's losing, or whatever. On dynamite when you're watching it, you've got this constant stream of who beat who on the, the other programs and all this. And it's like, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I don't care. I would be much happier to see, you know, them thin down the roster a little bit and just have oh, standout 
I don't think it's worth thinning down the roster. I just think that some people, some some of the some of the guys and girls should stay on AEW Dark. Should stay on elevation. Elevation should be for those indie guys that they're looking to sign. It shouldn't be for you know the bigger names to be going on on a YouTube show on a Monday night. It really shouldn't. It's it's just no, when, when you two... put when you put something on YouTube, it's the name that's going to be selling the selling point, not that you're having Kenny Omega work, work a match with someone, you know, Brandon fucking Cutler. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it there's there's too much going on, too much going on, but not enough going on. If you know what I mean. Yeah. There's too much noise. Of, of these these matches that don't mean anything. Clutter. On, on Dynamite this week, uh, they also revealed that Cody and Brandy would be getting their own reality show on TNT. Um, now, I like Cody and Brandy. I love Brandy's promo for when she came out and went after Jade Cargill. You know, she got pregnant, so... That, that's been put on the back burner. Cody is, you know, really good worker. He's clearly got a mind for the business with uh, being an EVP of a company like this. But I just said, like, this is, you know, they have on USA, they have Miz and Mrs. with uh, Miz and Maryse. Um I'm likening this show. It's probably going to be Miz and Mrs., but without all of Miz's charisma. Ooh. Um... So I see it. I mean, why do well, I'm gonna I'm gonna retread in the footsteps before people fucking say it. I'm gonna retread in the footsteps of, of Jim Cornette again. And like I say, we're not massive Jim Cornette fanboys, but he does talk sense sometimes. The only real person that could actually believably have the AEW title is probably Cody at this time um they need to get it off omega it's meh yes i remember jim saying something uh yeah one of his recent shows about how they could easily book cody to be the one even though he said he's never gonna get another title shot to take the title off omega yeah Yeah. i mean it's cody and then turn heel heel, straight yeah he, he, he should you know why is it that People, for whatever reason, have an issue with Cody having a title, but they're fine with the Bucks just holding the titles and they're fine with Omega holding the titles when they're part of the same booking team. Yeah. Why is that okay? Why is it okay for... 20 years uh, since WCW last uh, appeared on our TV screens. (laughs) You know, why is that okay? But why is it not all right for, for, for Cody? I don't get it. But Cody could be a, a great champion. And, you know, it, like what Jim was even saying, you know, the, all this stuff that Omega's doing on Impact Wrestling, you know, he's like, look, this is our champion. He's going on other shows. We need to get the belt off him. We need to get the belt off him. And, and, and you know, I'll make sure, you know, if Tony Khan is going to be involved in the fucking thing, do it for reasons that make sense. Imagine, imagine a world where Rich Swan shoots on Kenny Omega and rolls him up for a three count. I mean, yep, yep. I'd love it though, <laughs> but it because the whole the whole thing. How is it benefiting Impact Wrestling at this point? Well, this was my next point. They've botched it. They've botched the, the partnership with Impact because now, you know, 
I mean, those inf- those paid adverts were ridiculous anyway. There was another one They're on Impact. Impact are firing back. Yeah. They're making their own jokes at AEW, including the sparkless bit, which you can see on our Instagram. I think I put it on there. Uh, yep, uh, at Chat Grapple Pops. You can check that one out, uh, where he makes a joke about, you know, sparklers and, you know, exploding barbed wire deathmatch. But it's a botched partnership, unless they do something to really fix it, like, you know, Sonny Ono coming in and helping out and helping fix New Japan and WCW's deal. Something that Sonny mentioned on his interview with us a few weeks ago. You can go and check that out. Sorry, I like to do that every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> but it- Sonny explained how he fixed, how he helped fix a broken partnership. And this is, I wouldn't say it's broken, but it's right now it's damaged. No, it's fucked, mate. It's. There's no I'm trying to be nice. No, nah, mate, it's fucked. I mean, what's the point? A partnership is supposed to be exactly that—a partnership. It's supposed to be mutually beneficial. I mean, you've got the the Good Brothers going on uh, AEW and that, right? You know, and then you've got you know, but that's because again, Impact Wrestling, their tag team champions have just, are in Japan. Yes, uh, is it? David Finley. Yeah, Finn Finn, Finn Juice, yeah, that's it. Finn Finn Juice, yeah. Um, you know, so they're in Japan. This is why it's like it's just a bit fucking oh, I can't there's not a word for it. It's just stick to your own don't put your tag team titles on people that are not going to be in your company. You know, don't put your 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 championship belt on someone who's going to be going into another place and acting Billy Big Bollocks in there and acting like he's the belt collector and all that. If I hear one more Mark talking about fucking Kenny Omega, the belt collector, it's like, you're just fucking, oh, fuck off. Shut up. One belt so far. WWE finally let Andrade go after a little bit of... uh to and fro online my thoughts on it andrade does not need aew yet he's already a big enough name that he can go and carry on being a big enough star elsewhere around the world he doesn't need to get lost in the shuffle in jackson and he will yeah. he will just I look, mean, what's at, look at the names that have already moved over like miro I was gonna. I was exactly gonna say Miro. What have they done with Miro? How has fucking Tony Khan rebuilt him? How has he fucking made any kind of impact? Excuse the pun. You know, where the fuck is Miro? Lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Lost in there's. You know, because everyone gets to participate. No one stands out. Fuck you. Could could be a monster heel, easily. You know. You know. That's another person, you know. Can you imagine MJF and Wardlow talking in his ear and just going, "You're so much better than this. If you wanted to, you could rampage through this company and tear the fucking asshole out of it and do whatever you want to do." You know, look, and you know, they could build with their big guys. You know, even I mean, what's happened to Brian Cage as well? He's lost in a shuffle. Brian Cage looks like. He's about to turn on Team Taz. There seems to be some sort of friction there. 
Yeah. You know, Lance Archer has got nothing going for him at the minute. He's got Jake the Snake Roberts in his in his corner. Someone that can cut a hell of a fucking promo. Yeah, but they're, now they're playing up um, Lance Archer versus Sting. I understand not everyone can be in the main event. That's just not physically possible. But you've got a lot of these guys who should be hovering around it. There should be... Listen, they've got the TNT title. They've got their heavyweight title. They've got the FTW title. They've got the tag team titles, okay? They've got the women's title, okay? That's six belts, right? If they did it right, they could be having a lot of stuff going on, but they there's no, you know, I I I I want the Bucks to lose the tag team belts. I want Kenny Omega to lose that belt. To be honest, Darby Allen, I slightly want him to lose the, that TV belt and all. Um, you know, I would love to see uh, MJF with the TV belt at least. You know, I, I, the pinnacle for me is just another. Okay, put the put the TNT title on Wardlow. Have him destroy Derby. Yeah, you know, and, and have just, Wardlow win a title before MJF. Put, yeah, man. You know, it could you know work down the line before they eventually feud in in a realistic world over eighteen months from now. When, they'll 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 split them up in like six months. <laughs> All these, all these factions, my analogy is this. When you've got people that are red hot, yeah, and you mix them with people that are lukewarm, they end up just going cold. If you've got a, a, a cup of boiling water that you've just boiled the kettle and you put it in your mug, in there it's red hot, okay? Red hot. You tip that in a sink full of warm water, it's no longer hot anymore, is it? It's just you can put your hand in and just it's nothing. So any heat that anybody's got is just being spread out among too much people. And it's just like I say, they are becoming the participation participation trophy company where they no there's no one standing out apart from, of course, the people that are booking that is Kenny Omega and the bucks. Does, does Brian Cage just win a, win an award this week anyway? He just wins. He wins the Ico Pro Award this week, a hundred percent. But also, there was this really weird thing on Botchamania, and I, I don't know if it was on one of the uh, AEW internet shows where you had Brian Cage dressed like a shit fucking robot. Was that in a film? I'm not sure. I thought he was in a film, possibly like. Oh, was he? Something, yeah. All oh, right. Um, might, might not be. I might just be mixing I, my my memories. Yeah, he was on Botchamania, which is another thing I wanted to talk about because it we don't talk about it enough. Botchamania is great. If you don't watch it, watch it. Brilliant. Yeah, shout out to Matthew. He's a he's a sweet lord. The man's a genius. <laughs> he's a fucking genius, mate. You know, it, it just. <laughs> it's just great, and then <laughs> and then I had to watch. Um, he, he had a bit about Asuka, you know, having her teeth knocked out and that. And there was a I had to watch yeah, that kids, footage yeah. again, and then I go back and watch things and you know delve into other stuff after I watch it. So 
yeah, it's uh, big up Matthew, big up Botchamania. Um, is something that I can just go down the rabbit hole and just watch 10 Botchamanias in a row. Great stuff. Yeah. Um, we also wanted to quickly touch on James Storm in Impact. It's uh, one 1,000th, uh, is it 1,000th match on for TNA for Impact, is it? Yeah, I'm finding that hard to believe. Um, <sighs> yes I mean, and no, I mean... Would he have a hundred matches a year for ten years? Yeah, can imagine you know, so. It's um. That's two matches a week, isn't it? Yeah, but they only they only had one show. Did they not run any house shows? <laughs> I um, don't know. I'm genuinely asking this because I. No, I, I mean, TNA Impact, was not like my. Yeah, idea. TNA Impact was their show. Yeah, I, I'm struggling to see. I, I think that might be a fucking kayfabe number. They not run house shows back in, you know, when Hogan and that were around. Maybe. I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that he's had a thousand matches. Did they, run, did they run two shows a day when they came over to the UK? Or was it just one? Oh, man, I don't know. See, well, I'm, trying, I'm trying to justify it. I don't, I shouldn't. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm just saying, like, I, and I like Cowboy James Storm. I'm a, like I say, I'm a huge TNA fan. I was watching it back for, for, from its inception. I remember, right? I used to work for, let's just say, a, a famous home delivery shopping company in the UK. QVC. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I used to work for a grocery online shopping company when they first opened, okay? And it was around the time when TNA first started. And TNA, NWA TNA, okay, had a website. And in our, in our like, staff room bit, um, we, there was the row of computers, okay? And you could just go on there on your lunch break or your break or whatever. And around that time... TNA had just started around 2000 and whatever, okay? And, you know, you can see this little fella behind me. I don't know if you can see him. Shark boy, okay? Shark boy. Shark boy. You know, I have been watching TNA from its inception, from its start, okay? And I've loved, I've loved it. I've seen them in the UK three times when they've come over. I was part of their street team when they came over. I met Dixie Carter. Um, you know, I've, I, I was massively, I loved that kind of, we are an alternative to WWE. We are something different. We are offering another place to go you know and i'm all, all for that i'm a huge fan of that i'm a massive advocate for that i think there should be more wrestling companies i really think they should but i don't want to see i mean it i watch impact wrestling it's nowhere near what it used to be in the heyday of it um you know it's just, it's sad. I can see AEW doing the same, making the same mistakes, you know, having someone who thinks they know wrestling, but don't really know wrestling 
is this is this going to be the the same sort of thing where TNA like well AW will try and run a massive building one one night and they'll only get like five thousand in there in like a thirty thousand seater? Is this what you what you're thinking is going to happen? I, I I'm I'm certain it is going to because they think they think they're bigger than they are because they rather than talking about you know they're comparing themselves to WWE's third program, which is ultimately a developmental. It's a damn good show. Really, a de- it's a damn good show. Yeah, but on the scale of it, it's not WWE's biggest one. It doesn't have its biggest viewership. It's an alternative type of wrestling to the mainstream stuff that WWE does. So to compare yourself to that, and not only to compare yourself to that, but to break it down in demographics of age and all this kind of stuff and say, yeah, well, actually, out of 18 to 25-year-olds, we've got most people watching. Like, bruv, or like 25 to 40-year-olds, we've got the most people. You, If you have to break down demographics that much, you're not really winning. Do you get what I'm saying? You're having to justify your own existence. It's You've got to look at the bigger picture. You've got to try and expand your viewership. But the bigger picture is chasing down Raw on Monday nights and chasing down their numbers because Raw that is should the be second, the one. Now the second best show in WWE, second most second rated show in WWE, it's Raw, and they should be chasing that down. They should have been doing that since last January when they knew they were going to beat NXT most weeks, but they haven't chased that star. They've just they've sat there and been happy to to win, technically win. On Wednesdays with NXT, not always winning it. See, one one or two, maybe maybe a bit more. My numbers aren't perfect, but the sad thing is, is NXT but on a better, better wrestling show. Yeah, I mean, um, NXT are putting on a good wrestling show, and to be honest, AEW has glimpses of good matches. Yeah. Okay, but still. The, the in-ring product, it's too sloppy still. It's still not as cohesive as it should be. There's still a lot of botches because they've got a hell of a lot of people that are, you know, green as baby shit, dude. You know, they are as green as anything. These fucking ham and eggers, um, you know, these fucking jabronis, they... they, they you know, they're not ready. They're not ready. You know, like you say, keep your TV show for your best product, for your best people. Stop watering it down. Yeah. Take things more seriously. Okay. Treat your product more seriously. You know, I'm going to get heat, dude. I'm going to get heat. Well, I think we passed that. Um, What are your thoughts? I know, I don't know how much... AEW you're watching what are your thoughts on minus one going on commentary and that still personally I don't have a problem with it no no I, I purely because I'm I, I'm not that invested in the show like I have no problem with the with the young man doing his thing and like you know having having these moments you know and it, it just does, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I think it's fine. Like, I know there are people, but... No, I my 
my point is looking at it from the point of view of someone who is a new viewer yeah who's a new viewer and is looking at a child telling one of the other commentary team to shut up constantly taz just there pissing himself laughing Excalibur is constantly minus one is just saying shut up Excalibur and just you He's know and wrong. like I say don't get me wrong man I have a heart brother I really do yeah and I understand let the kid go there backstage let him come out with 10 let him do whatever but they've got to start concentrating on their actual product that they're putting out and and stop pandering to this kind of little niche fan base that they have and try and look at longevity for uh, for going how forward. do we how do we not you know he's probably in training he's probably going to be in the ring like in a couple of years man like i mean yeah but maybe but that and that's fine yeah but that that's all well and good but at the moment it is hell he's probably being paid yeah no he is he's got a contract and that's fine you know that's, yeah I'm, I'm, uh... that's fine I've not got an issue with that. But what I have got an issue is start treating your product seriously and stop just... When when they put him on the thing, on commentary, is it on Dark? Is it on YouTube? I I believe so. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's okay, on... Um, yeah, that, yeah, it doesn't... On Dynamite. On TV, but, are they, so. Yeah, but I mean, even the commentary itself, when he's not on there, is sometimes laughable. It's just just in jokes popping the boys again they're just yeah. Taz and, and Excalibur are just popping the boys and popping themselves and it's like treat it more seriously you're just trying to pop a small demographic a small amount of people well, you can you can definitely do that on YouTube you can because the people tuning in are not going to be you know, they're not going to be people channel hopping they're not people looking for oh I'm going to look for some AEW Dynamite when they could be watching you know murder she wrote yeah, but the, the the thing is, dude, you should be. What's the point in having it if you're not going to use it to grow your fan base? What are you, what's it there for then? What is the point in having dark and dark elevation if you're not going to use it I to agree. boost your your product? If you're just going to treat it as a fucking in joke and just use it to pop the boys, then it's fucking pointless. If you're just using it as an excuse to give everyone a go and get everyone on a card every week then what is the fucking point? It's not being used constructively. You know, you, you've got to, they've got to start thinking bigger. They've got to start thinking, right, we need to stop pandering to this small demographic and start trying to look outwards. What was the point in getting Shaq? If you're not going to, they had them extra 250,000 people watch that week. Where, did they, they and they've tuned, tuned out. They've tuned out straight away because there's nothing else there for them. They're not being catered for. And all the people that are being catered for are this small little niche group of fucking smart marks. And unfortunately, AEW is going to fail if it carries on. If it doesn't expand its viewership, it's it's going to fail. You can't just keep on pandering to these fucking same I th- people I think week. I think they will expand their viewership for a while. I do think that. I think they will, you know, break a million. They will... There will be a point where they, you know, get you can get close to one and a half. You know, it looks like they're chasing down raw, but I think that's possibly as far as they'll get. I don't. I I personally, I don't think they're going to get there because I'm an they're. 
I know you are. And I, I ideally, I'd like to see them do that. But I think with the mentality that they have, where they feel that the sun shines out of their ass and they're doing nothing wrong and everything they're doing right now is perfect and a perfect way to build the company. It just isn't working. You can't just sign Big Show and Christian and then... You're friends with TK. We've seen the pictures. Why don't you tell him these things? I try and tell him every week, dude, but he doesn't He doesn't listen in. He just keeps on going live on Dynamite. Um, you know... He, he just keeps on talking about demographics and, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's sad, man. It's fucking sad because, excuse me, it's like you've got these people on your show who could really, I, 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 I feel for JR. I feel for JR. I feel like he's there for a paycheck and I think he hates it. I think he... I don't I know think, if he hates it. I think he he quite he quite likes being by the beach. Yeah, in that respect, yeah. But I do think he's he sometimes looks at the product and just. Oh, he, bites he, his he, lip. Said, he said it about the product, and you know he got he got some sort of heat for mentioning you know the product in a defamatory way because he said about them standing around waiting for dives wasn't that good, and like the people that did said dives and have to stand around for dives were up in arms about it. Of course, of course they are. Yes, yeah. Right. You know, yeah, it's, it's that same um, point we made about ladder matches, yeah. multi-man ladder matches being the thing. And I, I've lost my love for these multi-man ladder matches. So thankfully, on NXT Stand and Deliver, it looks like they're having a cruiserweight ladder match where it's just two guys involved. And good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Good. You know, it's um, man, like I say, it. It's so frustrating because every time I watch AEW and I, to be honest, I'm, I don't want to watch AEW dark and I don't want to watch elevation, but I'm going to have to start watching them. And it's just hours of my life that um, I'm not, I, I don't watch them, so. but, but I, but I feel like I have an obligation that if I'm going to be commenting on it, and I'm going to be as vocal as I'm being on it. I have to watch it just to get the whole flavor of it. But my, from what I can see, it's just, it's, they're not, they're not taking their product seriously. It's everything's very flash in the pan. Nothing's being done long-term for longevity um, they're trying to get everyone involved and that's why they've got so many factions and they've got now three shows with so many matches on each show. There's just so much, too much going on, but not enough happening. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Too much going on, not enough happening. Too much noise. With that, unless you've got anything else to add, I think it's uh, time we signed off. It is probably, so, you know, Hall of Fame, dude. Hall of Fame I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. Fucking hell. So, you know, again, WWE are trying to reach out to the Indian audience, shall we say. Oh, with Carly, yes. With Carly. That's why they're doing it, because they want a load of Indians to pay for the pay-per-view or buy the network or whatever, yeah? Um, I'll tell you who I'd love to see. Good business strategy. It's business, bruv. Yeah. You know, uh, RVD being in there, great shout. 
uh, Molly Holly, great shout. Yeah, Bischoff, yeah, Kane. Um, Bischoff, good, good names, yeah. Um, you know, Kane. Um, I would, I'd love to see our man Santino Morella. Well, in- so it's, it's also like I was like people were complaining about it today, even like saying that Vader's not in it. Yeah, I'm racking my brain, and I thought, damn, he's not. No, Vader should be in it. China should be in it on her own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the skipping this year, he's not going to be in it now. Who? Batista. Batista. Yeah, he was going to be in it, but he's not now for whatever reason. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could argue all day about how many people have been in it or whatever, but whenever they pick it for whatever year, they pick it for specific reasons. So you're never going to get, you know. It's not. It's, it's a. It's a Hall of Fame in name only. That's it. Like. Yeah. Let's not. No. We're not twisting it in any way that it's some sort of like, like the boxing hall of fame or anything like that, where it's like you know picked by a, you know, a ton of luminaries from the sport and stuff like that. It's just, it's just the WWE Hall of Fame. They pick it. They have who they want in it. And like I say, if Carly's in it, you know, who's going to induct him in it? It could even be Santino. They were in a tag team together. Yeah, um, I don't know who's going to induct him. <laughs> It's, yeah, it is what it is. But, yeah, Hall of Fame I want to talk about. Um, and pretty much that's it, really. I mean, we've we've probably gone over time that we wanted to, to, yeah, to, most to do. <clears throat> um, but, you know. Before we, before we sign off, there's a couple of shout-outs here that, you know, I'd like to chuck out there. Uh, our good friend Bishop at Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast, you know, always... You know, nice to mention him. He did mention us on his show at the weekend. He was he was live and he did give us a shout. It was always fun to hear. Um, another good friend of the show, Frank, at Last Minute Wrestling Podcasts. One of the better interviewers out there, as well as, you know, don't get me wrong, James from 90s Wrestling Podcast, another great interviewer. Um, just nice shout out to some people that we uh, interact with on a regular basis. And shout out to Chris, who's right there doing this. Yeah, thing. I missed I missed your um a message exchange between uh, terrible wrestling takes and and <laughs> ourselves today because I was too busy whacking off to uh, Hogan knows best reruns. Um, Jordan thought that I was watching Thunder in Paradise, but no, I was whacking off uh, Hogan knows best reruns. <laughs> I can't get them all right, can I? No, that's right. But you were in the ballpark. Uh, and yeah, thank you to anyone that's still listening. That's checked us out for episode one of it's a shoot brother and we will likely see you with another review but we've got another we've got another review planned we know exactly what we're gonna do and um, we've got the show i still haven't given the uh because it's a it's a weird it's a weird show um so we've still got to watch it but um yeah, we are coming with a review, review next, and it's not WWE, not WWF, and it's not WCW. So you have a think out there and think about what it could be. And, yeah, you never know when you might see us. We could pop up anywhere because, you know, we're two random and crazy guys. So We're out and about, you mate. Know where you'll see us. We're doing bits and bobs, aren't we, Jordan? Bits and bobs. It is, as we say, lovely jubbly. It's lovely jubbly. You know, coming up to this is WrestleMania season, so anything can happen, guys. So thank you for sticking with it. Thank you for watching. Like, subscribe, comment, follow. Touch the bell. Yeah, slap the bell. Slap Slap the bell.
Slap it. Do it now. We don't want to be on 666. We want to keep, you know. Yeah. We want to move on from the devil. But that's right. Yeah. In, you know, we're glad you stuck around. We're glad you enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.